0: Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and now the brand new podcast app, Himalaya. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credentialed member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Thursday, day after the Pelicans end of season exit interviews, media availability, we're going to look at what was said there. We will keep talking about a goddamn t-shirt because apparently that is a thing we need to do because you know what? Anthony Davis didn't make this any better for himself. Then I'm going to give you an update on the front office search. I want to clarify one or two things there after talking with a couple people throughout the past couple of days that I've heard there's misconceptions out there that we need to clarify a little bit so we understand what might happen going forward. So let's dive right in in today's edition of Locked on Pelicans. So more on the Anthony Davis and the That's All Folks t-shirt, which Oh my God, let's waste some more air talking about it. But we do need to because this is a guy who just doesn't comprehend what he's doing and the damage he's doing to himself. So a day after Alvin Gentry says he's a good kid who got some bad advice, well, Anthony Davis continued down that bad advice path, but maybe he did this himself. So Anthony Davis in the end of season media availability says he had no control over his clothes. Someone lays the clothes out for him before every game, and he just puts them on. So we need to make a very clear distinction here. He does, in fact, dress himself. He puts on the clothes himself, but he doesn't pick out what he wants to wear. And my immediate reaction was, well, if someone picks out your clothes, which I fully believe, actually, that someone picks out his clothes. I 100, 100% believe that someone does this before every game, and he has a stylist or someone that does it. But maybe he should look at it, and I'm assuming he owns more than one t-shirt, and go, you know what? This is a bad idea. Just like the public social media people should have looked at that and been like, we shouldn't put him on here. And I, I spoke to them. It was an accident. They didn't look at the shirt and realize it until after the fact and after it blew up. They didn't like this. So they, <laughs> he needs to look at this and just exercise better judgment and be like, I'm going to wear something else. And then he just tried to say, like, Looney Tunes are his favorite cartoon, so that's why he's wearing the shirt. Or when he would got into the arena and this all blew up by that point, maybe put on a different shirt when you come and sit out courtside for the game. At any point, he could have done that. So by his logic, we're not supposed to be mad at him over this because he had no control over it. If the shirt's out there, he's got to put it on. He's a big boy, right? And we should be mad at his stylist. Maybe that's you know someone if people are calling for anyone to be fired, which I don't like doing. Call for a stylist to be fired. But this is just so silly. And dumb and I, I don't know like what else to say about this just saying that someone else picked this and he didn't choose it and it was already hanging when he put his clothes on and they said he was asked do you know who hung the shirt and he said no I'm not sure no I'm not sure he doesn't even know who picked out his clothes again I fully believe someone does pick his clothes out for him but shouldn't you know who that is and maybe you shouldn't let this person pick out your clothes going forward. But just, what, what a clown show. Like, that's what this is. Just grow the fuck up, Anthony Davis. It's as simple as that. This is someone who now, everyone he's a top five player in the league and everyone can't wait to be rid of this dude. You know how hard that is to do for a small market that already went through something like this once with Chris Paul? To just want, people are saying good riddance and are like ready to run him out of town because this is a guy who has just no self-awareness. By the way, back on March 2nd, Anthony Davis says a quote. I'm going to read it to you. It starts, quote. So now, as a player, as the CEO of my own business, I've got the power. I'm doing what I need to do and not what somebody tells me to do, end quote. Anthony Davis, March 2nd. Well, April 10th, so a little over a month later, a month and eight days later, depending on how many days are in March, I guess, he goes, I didn't choose it. I didn't ch- I actually didn't choose it. It was hanging for me already when I put the clothes on, and just someone did it and he couldn't change. Doesn't sound like the CEO of your own business. It doesn't sound like someone who's got the power or doing what he wants to do and not what somebody tells him to do. The contradictory part of that quote is so unbelievably stunning. That he, I don't know, I'm not going to say he should be ashamed of himself because I don't don't really judge people like that. But, oh my God, does this make you think differently about this guy? And just what a pawn at times. Or someone who is making these conscious decisions, which I think is part of it too, and just can't own it. Just... Admit you did something wrong and people will be cool. Hell, people like Mike Vick now and everyone also loves dogs. And he went through a redemptive thing. AD, you can get through this t-shirt shit if you just say the right thing. And he just refuses to and keeps doubling down every chance he gets. And it's just way to kill the goodwill. Way to make these past seven years look just awful. I don't think anyone's looking at this positively now. Because this is a guy who just doesn't get it. That's all there is to it. Does not live in a real world. You're 26, man. Like, just grow up. So before we get to some notable other comments at Media Day that don't really revolve around Anthony Davis, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by the Wise Cam. Wise is the indoor camera that does it all, packed with premium features that allow you to see everything from anywhere for just $20. You get it in full 1080 HD with images so clear you won't miss a thing, night vision, and two-way audio. It's the wise mission to bring you amazing smart home products that can be accessible to everyone. You're able to check on your home anytime with the wise apps live stream from your phone, from your tablet, from your computer, whatever it is you need. You can check on your home, make sure everything is okay, and connect with life as it unfolds in sharp focus with a live stream and eight-time digital Zoom. The best part is the free, rolling 14-day cloud storage with no subscriptions, free rolling 14-day cloud storage. I tell you, I've had my car hit before. We've had some vandalism around the area. I don't realize it right away. I can get online, pull up the rolling cloud storage and see the video that I need to, to figure out what happened and then to hold those people accountable for it. Yes, construction company, that means you. Fix the damn sidewalk by now. Uh, So keep that in mind with everything. For just $20, you're able to check on everything with your home. And you want more? They have that too. For just $10 more, the Wise Cam Pan camera gives you 360 coverage in under three seconds. Life moves fast, your camera should too. So head over to wise.com slash lock that's w y z e.com slash lock to get the guaranteed lowest price and the free rolling 14 day cloud storage for the camera that you can check on an app anywhere wherever you are that's wise.com slash lock w y z e.com slash locked So some other notable things from the Pelicans end of season exit interviews, obviously no GM being talked about or talked to Alvin Gentry did say he'd like to be back next year. Obviously, he wants a job and wants to coach a team. He really does seem to think they can get back into the playoffs and be competitive next season, which is what he should be saying. But also has to make you feel a little bit good that he he's saying all the right things there. Drew Holiday talked more about how he'd like to be involved with the front office stuff and the decision-making for with whoever that is. Said he was involved with Dell Demps before, and they consulted him on some of this, and he'd like to do that again, which we talked about this the other day where he had mentioned that in an article with Scott Kushner over at The Advocate. But man... Again, I've said this repeatedly this season, but it has been wonderful to see Drew grow into the leader that he is and the the excellent player that he is and doing it all the right way as, you know, when you've got kind of a, a crazy type of foil to compare it to. At this point, he did you know had an interesting moment where Anthony Davis came up and gave Drew a signed AD jersey during his media availability. Said, "Say good things about me." Well, he said, "Yeah, I told him you weren't leaving, and that he always would." And this was a theme throughout the day that all the, his his teammates really like him. AD. They speak very, very highly of him. Drew did, Alfred Payton did, Julius Randle did, and others. And while we're maybe very, very annoyed with him here in New Orleans, it's different when you're on a team with the guy, and I guess kind of you know a colleague, a coworker, a peer, which none of us are, and these players are. And it seems to kind of really be working, and they understand. So... It's interesting just to kind of see how that does work and that it's very different for you and I compared to the rest of the team. Julius Randle did say this is one of the most selfless teammates he's ever been around before talking about his future, saying, you know, he'd like to be back. He enjoyed his time here, he liked it, but he doesn't really know. And, you know, his first big decision this offseason is going to be do you opt into the player option? Which, you know, I don't think he needs to make a decision on that just yet. But sooner rather than later, and if he wants a long-term big-money deal, which he does, you know, he's likely going to enter free agency as opposed to taking the 10-point-something contract uh, option that he has here with New Orleans and the Pelicans. Alfred Payton also talked about how he'd like to be back in much more certain terms than Julius Randle did. Again, it's kind of up in the air, and it depends, but he seemed to really be at home here. Obviously, he's from here and very comfortable here, too. So he spoke about how he'd like to be back and really kind of just continue to kind of build on uh, his, I wouldn't call it career resurgence, but certainly career improvement. Something of note, too, came from Solomon Hill, where he was said he was frustrated with the lack of playing time, couldn't get in a rhythm. I mean, I I don't know what we're supposed to say to that. Uh, But, yeah, so that's kind of the big things from Pelican's Exit interviews on the day, obviously AD in the t-shirt was the biggest one. Um, And then other things from Drew, from Julius Randall, from Alfred Payton, kind of giving us a glimpse of what maybe their thought process will be as we start this offseason. And it is going to be a very pivotal offseason for the Pelicans. And the best way to keep up with everything is going to be the Locked on Pelicans podcast. So remember to get the show every day, subscribe to Locked on Pelicans on the new Himalaya podcast app. In an ever-expanding podcast world, you'd need a Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every single day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to the Locked on Pelicans podcast. So updates on the Pelican's front office search. We're going to kind of clarify a few things here, which are really important to do. Then we'll talk about the candidates. Probably just expanding a little bit on what I talked about yesterday and what I've said on the radio this past week. So gotten uh, got into a few debates on Twitter, not debates, people just kind of screaming at me at times too, and just asking questions. So... I'm gonna call this not a GM search, not a President of Basketball Operations search because I think we're getting a little too into the weeds right now with titles and what they mean and who's reporting to whom and all of that, this is pretty simple. The Pelicans right now are hiring for their top basketball executive. I think that's how I wanna call this right now. Whether that's a GM or a president of basketball operations, it doesn't matter. They're hiring for the person that's the top person when it comes to the Pelicans, the basketball side of the organizations over there on Airline Drive. It might be a president of basketball operations who then hires underneath him a GM to kind of run the day-to-day stuff of the team, while they're a little bit more big picture. It also just might be a GM who then reports directly to Gail Benson. And I think it's going to depend on the person that they hire. Or maybe it's just a president of basketball operations with no actual GM. There's that too. You kind of see that on occasion here. So all of these titles, it doesn't mean anything. And there's no structure they necessarily want in place. It's they're just going to hire a top person that's going to be in charge. And then it kind of scales downward from there. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. I had people saying, well, if they hire a president of basketball operations, that'll report to Gail Benson. And then the GM is going to report to Gail Benson because that's what she said. No, they're not going to have two people. They're going to have a line here. And if it is a GM, that will report to a president of basketball operations. If there is one who will then report to Gail Benson. It's not, you know, it's a straight line, not a forking path or branching paths or anything like this. This is pretty simple. Whoever they hire is in charge. And it's as simple as that. They will report to Gail Benson and then others will report up to that person who then again reports to Gail Benson. Simple as that. You know, some teams have the, the POBO and a GM, some don't. And I think it just depends on the Pelicans trust level, maybe with the people that they're hiring and what type of structure is in place. But certainly they're leaning towards the two established candidates, David Griffin and Danny Ferry, with the frontrunner being Danny Ferry. And I think this decision is going to get made sooner rather than later. Hopefully, we'll hear something by early next week because there's a lot of work to do. You've still got to kind of hire out the rest of the front office, determine who you're keeping in the organization, in the front office. Scouts, stats guys, all of that's really important. And bring the new people in, and then all of a sudden get ready for the NBA draft, which is coming up in about two months that's a lot, a lot of work to do. So we'll see if they they make this decision sooner so that they can kind of cat, uh, be in position and ready to succeed. The front office is doing a lot of this work now, and that work remains. Scouting reports, things like that are going to stay here, obviously, but you still might not trust it, or maybe you want your own guys to kind of do their own work too, which means that you'll kind of have a little bit of overlap there and some redundancy. It's a lot. It's a whole lot because whoever's going to step in is going to kind of evaluate everything. So I'm not expecting them to hire just a GM from this group and then hire someone later to be... A president of basketball operations, whoever's getting hired, whatever their title is, they're going to be the top person. Let's not worry ourselves with the actual job title a little bit too much. Again, I think we're getting into the weeds with that. It's confusing things. It's making it more of a semantics argument and debate than it really needs to be. This is pretty simple. They're hiring their top guy, and that's how I'm going to kind of refer to this going forward until a decision's made, which hopefully means I won't be doing too many podcasts as we get to it. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Quick preview of what's to come tomorrow. We're going to look at the lottery odds for the Pelicans Is now the regular season is over. we got a tie situation going on, which can be a bit confusing. I'm going to clarify that all for you. And then some news on the G League front which is kind of exciting to at least see. We'll talk about what that was, what it means for the future with this Pelicans franchise. So thank you all for listening. As always, I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back with you all tomorrow. Thank you.